0: John Bones Jones is the personal hero of mine. It is the guys MMA podcast out of Louisville, Kentucky, the geese. Um, Real quick, different format. So instead of reviewing the whole card from last week, I tasked both my guys here to pick a fight that they want to talk about. Do not tell the other one. And we are going to discuss those two fights off the card. Uh, jump into some UFC news, and then talk about the uh, Tashira Hill card coming up. Numbered card, some names on it. It's a lot of names on it. Uh, yeah, did you guys stacked. enjoy the, the card last week?
1: Uh, yeah. Outside of the fact that all the guys that I picked to win didn't, but yeah. Uh, all right, so you know, secret, secret integrity. Time,
0: uh, Trav was going to quit the show. Uh, unless we changed how we did the recap of the cards, he said he's out of here. He's not gonna have want to talk about every one of the losers that he picked every time. All the losers, so we're changing the format for Travis. Yeah, it hurts. Thanks. <laughs> Just kidding. No, it was. Uh, I mean, it, it was an interesting card. Uh, you know, you of well, the, the script man, on me. The so. main
2: card was. Uh, I thought the main card was fantastic. It was good. Uh, tra- tra- let Travis go first. I'll be right back.
1: I think I'm obviously going to go with Roman Kopulov. Okay. That dude, like I said, man, his hands are just so impressive. And he looked so clean during that fight. Like, that body work was something else. You can always tell, like, right before he's about to finish a fight because he always puts in work on the body. Right. And it's almost kind of like a trademark of his. Just kind of like, Joe... Jelton Almeida has that snap kick double leg. That's kind of his go to. Once he's in that rhythm, he just pieces up the body and finishes it off, makes you not want to fight anymore. And I think that's a little bit of what we saw. You know, hats off to the other guy. He fought his ass off, but copy <laughs> love's a beast. Yeah. Wasn't that the uh wasn't that the only fight you were on, Travis?
0: Yep. No, you called and Sean fish. Strickland, too, I think. Yeah, he did call Strickland. Yeah, he was on Strickland.
1: Yep. But, you know, every, I think everybody knew that Strickland was going to get that done. He's just – I don't know. He's so weird when he fights, the way he puts his arms out and he posts up. It's like you can't hit him. Everything that Nostradin was throwing at him, it was just – it was nuts. But that's not my fight. Anyway. Uh, we almost – he
0: almost – Really I almost there. went
1: into another tangent. I know.
0: Copy live. Copy live. Copy Love's
1: a beast, man, and I would definitely add him to your roster if you haven't already. He's worth First the salt. All
2: Um I'm picking the Umar New Medov fight versus Rony Barcelos. Um called this fight to a T. Um, I had Umar keeping keeping his distance, uh using those kicks to really really create some space between Him and Barcelos. Um, I also correctly predicted that this fight wouldn't make it past the second round. Um, Didn't even make it past the first. Magomedov got that finish. Had that really nasty combo where he kind of threw that that kick to get inside, and then threw that short left hook after he threw that kick um, to really to and he knocked him flat out cold. And then and then caressed his head. Um, I've seen that meme going around where people were saying. They wish they could find someone that would uh, <laughs> hold them like uh, like Umar mm. was holding Barcelos at the end of that fight. And um, uh, I was like, man, I'm going to be honest, because that picture is going to be going around everywhere. If I'm uh, if I'm Barcelos, please don't caress my head like
1: I'm Sleeping Beauty or something like that, man. Like, uh, but that, I will I, say I was this: a- he was giving him a hell of a fight, though. All the way he up was. to that point, that that body kick was so fucking brutal. So yeah, kudos to you, man. You called that shit.
0: Hey, um, yeah, kudos on calling the mass one thousand uh, favorite there. <laughs> you know, so hang on. So first of all, the humble pie is going around in servings for my two co-hosts because they both picked the fights so that they both won. The recap, no, uh, no, no humble brags here. The other thing is, I bet Barcelos just because the odds were just so ridiculous, and I was excited, 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 disappointed.
1: Yeah, like every relationship I've been in. That spinning kick, I I didn't even, even see that coming. Like watching the fight, you know what I mean. So I can only imagine what it felt like for Barcelos to get that thunder kick right to the gut. I, thought I the bet hook he was a little. I bet he shit himself when he got hit in the like stomach like that. I mean, you can't tell me that you wouldn't shit yourself. I would.
2: I thought the hook I'm was human. more impressive because he had, he threw that he threw that kick and then as he was like coming down with his leg, he threw that hook and. It, it came from such a short distance, but there was more than enough power behind it to put to asleep. He was the he was snoozing,
1: yeah, sleepy.
2: I know, so, I know, yeah, I know a napper when I them. see them.
0: Uh, Let's dive into some. I, well, I'm not going to say some the UFC news coming out this week, guys. Um, spoiler alert: they were hanging the banner before the uh, fight was announced. It's pretty fun.
1: A cocaine express is reappearing <laughs>
0: that's that's the the best you could say about this fight man it's a pretty exciting fight. no
1: dude like i'm actually really excited for it because of all this fucking hype at least we finally have a confirmation that there is a fight and let's see if he can stay healthy long enough to get to it and nothing Where? crazy or out of the way happens just I don't know man. It's been well, it's been a wild ride for him on his time off. So, like he needs to get back in there.
2: Very quickly though. I would like to address cuz it's not just that John Jones is coming back. It's also the drama that ensued with the uh Francis Ngannou situation. Um yeah. and you know, a lot of people are trying to say whether this was a good or a bad move. I think this is more of a lateral move for the UFC as far as they're losing Francis and but they're getting John Jones. And from what I've been seeing, essentially, they're paying John Jones the kind of money that they were going to be paying Francis, anyways. Um, and I, yeah, I think he turned t- his nose up at
1: that's important well, to note, too. Well,
2: the thing is, too, though, that I think Francis makes a good point where, you know, he asked for a couple of different things that we knew he wasn't going to get, like health care for the fighters and stuff like that. We know they're not going to give that to him, not until all the fighters will just simply boycott fighting. But at the same time, you know, he's looking at it from a business standpoint where John Jones is coming back. Cyril gone, stepping up, the heavyweight divisions only getting deeper. Um, You know, he's going to make more money fighting PFL, one championship, one of these other, you know, at least lesser known leagues, you know, and he's going to do it to probably fight lesser talent as well. So I think he looked at it as yeah. sort of a business a business decision where he's like, look, I, my stock is not worth any more than it is right now. So while I'm worth the most I'm going to be worth, why not take a step away from the UFC? And I think that's why they were so willing to just write off this contract and say, you know what, it's fine. You go make that money that you you we know you can make. Um, but the UFC – it's not worth that money to them because they have other guys that are ready to step in. And the only regret that I have in this situation is that it went on for so long and that they didn't come to this decision a lot earlier on because we put the heavyweight division on hold. And, you know, we even, we, we were, we were rumored to get John Jones and Stipe Miocic at the last card um, in December last year. And we didn't get it because of the whole Nganu situation. Nobody knew what he was going to be doing. Um, so I'm interested to see the heavyweight division move on from this. Um, I think that you'll you'll probably see Francis' stock dip down a little bit. I don't think a lot of the casual fans will be venturing off to PFL or ONE or any of these other divisions or any I'm of these. A piggyback divisions. off of
1: that. That's exactly my point. I think the UFC has an ace up their sleeve as far as letting him go, because obviously he's going to make more money wherever he goes, because everybody knows that's his main gripe with the UFC, but does this hurt his stock fighting weaker opponents of lesser value? Because we're talking about a a fight league that's essentially under Bellator. Like Bellator is not bad. They've got some up and comers like Michael Chandler came from there. I think he's one of the main successful crossover stories from Bellator to UFC, but I think they know that long-term, in order for his stock to go back up he's going to have to come back and fight top caliber guys in order to be relevant well
2: he's old now so i think most of it's just about the money for him at the twilight of his career like he's what 30 that could be two. 34 yeah. so i think he's just trying to get as much money in his pocket before he retires um, you know he's he's from the cameroon i'm sure i haven't researched his upbringing but i i only imagine he comes from humble beginnings so for a guy like that francis isn't Bit super, super big on legacy. So I think he's going to try to use what he can to make as much money as he can at the end of his career. And I just don't think that's
1: going to be with the UFC. That's a possibility. But if he comes back and takes a super fight with somebody that took over the division, I mean, obviously that's going to be pay-per-view draws for days and that could be the big money grabs that he's going after. I mean, as far as- how
0: did how did that still shine? We're I'm so excited about Jones coming back and the whole conversation now has turned into well, he left.
2: Because that's the debate. I mean, because Francis is a I mean, we're all excited for John Jones to come back, but it's been so long since John Jones' fought that I think a lot of the excitement's gonna be reserved to make sure that we even get to that fight in February. Because we yeah. all know how we all know how John Jones is. I mean literally anything could happen between now
1: and whenever that fight happens, so... And that uh, was my exact point about it. Like, we've got to get to that fight before we can, you know, before I can show genuine excitement. Because, to be honest with you, the dude's only lost. And he didn't even lose. It was a no contest. In the entire time that this guy has been fighting, now there were some questionable decisions like the one against Gustafson and Reyes. But Outside of that, the dude is a hundred percent worth the salt and very relevant as far as fighting goes. I mean, the, the move opinion, to heavyweight does it hurt him? Does it slow him down? I hope not, because if the, if it doesn't, I think he's going to continue his title run.
0: All right, guys, you already uh, rained off my John Jones parade. Even as a casual man, I was still excited. Like back when he used to fight, he was one of my favorite fighters, and you all just made me sad
2: too.
1: about
0: it.
2: Well, you know, John Jones, he's undefeated in the octagon in the courtroom.
1: That's
0: right.
2: But not against the uh, USADA.
0: Preston, introduce our first fight because as soon as this was announced that we were, it was going to be one of the fights that we were going to talk about, you made sure to get ahead of what I needed to say, and I'm just going to let you have the floor. Mauricio? Right. Right.
1: You can't say so, Mauricio?
2: Well... So it's, it's, it's not Mauricio. It is Mauricio, but it's not Mauricio. So we've got Mauricio Shogun versus Eeyore Potteria, I believe is my best pronunciation Mm. of that. We're going to call him (laughs) Eeyore. So we all, if you don't know Shogun, Shogun's a legend of the sport. Shogun made his debut all the way back in 2002. Um, He's fought in pride. He's been there since some of the earliest days in the UFC, he was the light heavyweight champ all the way back when John Jones won it the first time. Um, so he's announced this is going to be his last fight. Um, and that kind of leads me into where my predictions on this fight lie. I think he's probably a couple years past where he should be. Um, and for that reason, I'm going, uh, Eeyore here. I believe he's going to win just based on youth alone. He's 26 years old. So he's a lot younger than Shogun. Um, I think he's going to have the energy to finish this fight. Now, it's not to say that Shogun's not going to leave it all out there. Obviously, Shogun's a, a showstopper. He's got knockout power, even in his older age. Um, but I'm just – I'm I'm picking a yore on this one, just based on the uh, youth angle alone.
1: Yeah, um, to say he was a little bit past uh, – yeah. He was a little bit past about five years ago. Honestly, I mean, he got started so early and he that's all he's done all of his entire life. And as the years have progressed in his later part of his career, he is a notoriously ga- bad gas tank, one. And two, he's got a glass chin. Just like a little bit of effort and I could see Eeyore getting a knockout if he doesn't wear him out on the feet, you know. It's not to say that Shogun couldn't pull out one of those dope ass knees or tear his legs up like he used to. It's not saying that he can't, but I, this late in his career I just don't see that happening. So I've got a ER on this one.
0: We have a consensus, guys. That's interesting. That's that's uh it's not every day we have a consensus uh side on it. Well, he is minus 220, but nevertheless, that's pretty exciting. I'm happy about it.
2: Good yeah. job, guys. I'd like to
0: I'd like to see Shogun win. I'm rooting for
2: Shogun yeah, to for win, sure. but um, just everything about this fight
1: tells me it's probably not going to happen. It's another Edgar fight, man, and I'd rather not see him take the damage like Chuck Liddell and all the other greats that just too stubborn to quit, you know. But I understand going out on your shield as well, so my hat's off to him. Thanks for everything, Shogun, and <laughs> we'll watch it see how it plays out
0: i'll give the him one of your fight. famous
1: uh eulogies yep <laughs> it's a pre eulogy the pre eulogy
0: uh next fight preston i liked how you announced that bro we might we might have you just start announcing every fight man because you said Don't it miss- like with with yeah yeah Rock let me on, go next for fight. it yeah all
2: right all right so we've got paul bear jew craig Versus Johnny Walker, no, don't reach for your liquor cabinet. Um, It's the Brazilian fighter. Uh, I'll let Travis lead off with this
1: one. You might have better luck reaching for your liquor cabinet than Johnny Walker does have in this fight. I hate the guy. I I don't like him. After he was, like, hurt himself celebrating, I thought he deserved that because of (laughs) how stupid it was. Like... You're almost 30 years old, bro, and you're doing the worm in the middle of the fucking octagon. Have some class. You deserve that. Now, that being said, I like the Bear Jew in this one. I think he's got some nasty mitts for this guy. I think he takes his head off. Ooh.
2: Well, um, while I don't share the haterade side of your argument, I do share and the fact that I think Paul Craig is going to win this fight. A um, little bit of a different hey, method there. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> Paul's a, uh, a a black belt in jiu-jitsu, 13 of his 16 wins coming by submission. Um, Johnny's not going to have – I mean, Johnny's pr- worked on his takedown defense, and that's going to be the key to this fight is, is Johnny going to be able to defend those takedowns and keep Paul off of him? and defend against the submission. I believe Johnny's a brown belt in jujitsu, so it's not like he's a slouch either on the ground. You know, he's going to be able to competently defend most of what Paul's going to be able to bring to the table, but Paul having that black belt expertise, there's going to be different things that he's going to be able to show Johnny that he's probably not seen. Um, So I think because of Paul's ability to to initiate that, you could see him get a striking uh, victory here, But um, I believe it's going to come on the ground. um, Likely in the third or fourth – or sorry, the third round, in that last round, I think he's going to wear Johnny out and
1: take him out in that last round. Let me clear up what I meant by taking his head off. I hope he either pops it off with a guillotine, rear naked, whatever, breaks the joint, by all means, give him another injury that he he can celebrate about. I just – personally I've never liked Johnny Walker and I just don't think that he has what it takes to remain in the UFC and I think that if he loses this fight he's already like punched his ticket on his losses as far as the UFC allows you already know that Dana White's notorious you're not winning you're not staying so I think he needs a W in this column if he's going to stay in the UFC but like I said, I see the Bear Jew ending that form and clearing up any confusion as far as his future career with the UFC goes. Hot take.
0: Okay. Hot, it's not even hot take. It's a hate take. Yep. Hate take. Genuine. Yeah. on that hater and announce our next one, man. I'm, I like. I like just sitting back and listening to you guys and chilling, man. And also. I'm very aware that my Wi-Fi is jacked up. I'm doing my best to not talk this episode now until it gets figured out. I think it got figured out, but we're going to keep going. Preston, introduce our next fight, man. Whatever. I hope I-
2: next up, we've got Lauren Murphy versus Jessica Andrade. Um Man, this, this fight. This is going to be a really good fight here. Um, Lauren Murphy's got eight of her 16 wins by knockout. So she got powered that division. So we know that she's going to be able to bring it standing up. Um, and if she's connecting on some of these punches, we know that she's going to be able to finish the fight. Of course, we know Jessica Andrade beat my vote for the best MMA fighter of all time, Amanda Nunez. Um, of course, she did lose that second fight. However, we know that Jessica's more than capable of taking this fight different routes. Um, and I think that she's just got a chin, too, for that division that you don't find a lot around there. I mean, she was taking some, sh- some heavy shots from Amanda in both of those fights and still wasn't going down. Um, I think what's going to be, yet again, interesting here is to see whether Jessica's going to want to open up that wrestling game or not, really take it grappling a lot, which I think you may see. I think Jessica's probably going to grapple more here, keep it standing up, and try to grind her out against the cage um, just to open up that striking a little bit. Um, but I, I've got Jessica winning this fight, likely – um, by submission I think she, she ends up taking her down towards the end of the fight and getting that submission
1: win in well, well like you said I mean there's nothing else to expect from Andrade except for hands 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 and I think that she tries to get it done with her hands but in what was it one of her last two fights she put somebody out standing up against the cage arm triangle She don't even have to go to the map to fucking put you out. She's a beast. Now, the only thing that concerns me about that is Lauren Murphy's reach. She's got a considerable reach. Jessica Andrade is noticeably, no offense, of the shorter variety. So, I think she... Do I? Do you Yeah. Take my strong hand. (laughs) (laughs) but we've seen what those t-rex arms can do just like what igay did last weekend i told you he lands that t-rex hook it's over and that's exactly what he did he bashed him with that left hook put his lights out andrage has the same kind of power in both hands doesn't matter it can be an off-center punch that clips you or it can be a full force overhand right like she loves to throw uppercut Dirty box, and it doesn't matter. She's comfortable everywhere on the feet, and I love watching her fight. This is one woman fight. I am so excited to see, and I think she comes out with either a KO or a submission.
0: Hey, so uh, it definitely had to pain Preston to have to talk about that fight Uh-oh. and lead off with it. uh Also, I'm disappointed that nobody brought up T Rex in their recap. Neither one of you guys, but you guys chose to.
1: Recap the fight that that you all called dead on and and T-Rex wasn't brought back I took a bite of homo pie at the beginning. I I didn't want to keep eating the whole fucking thing. I hear you. That was Um, the
2: one fight I got wrong,
1: so I was, uh, you know, the boy (laughs) I would one like to play. But dude, you know, like we were talking about in the preview of the fight, like I said, he lands that T-Rex left hook. That's his signature punch. Like, he puts lights out with that. So, just like Mike Tyson, he fucking landed it. Bam. Go to sleep. Right, so,
0: You guys are pretty competitive in nature, even though you're co-hosts. and We've talked off air. Everybody gets along. Everybody likes each other. But there's, there's just such a level of competition between you guys. I, I'm, I'm eating it up. So I'm, as the producer and as the person who promotes the show the most, I'm going to uh, take advantage of that. Uh, Travis, I want you to what? announce the uh, the next fight coming up and lead off with it. Do you have it in order?
1: Are you talking about Gilbert Burns versus Neil Magny? Go for it. Now, now give me
0: your best announcement uh, counter to Preston's announcement.
1: Gilbert Burns and Mr. Neil Magny. Okay. Next fight, we got
0: Burns versus Magny. Travis, take it away. That sucked.
1: Well, nobody can be as good as Preston is. John Anik Jr. over there.
0: Um, Burns versus
1: Magny. Burns versus Magny. This is going to be a crazy fight, obviously, and we'll save that for later. But nonetheless, um, I love this fight. We already know what we get with Gilbert Burns as far as stand-up goes. This dude's here to bang, and he's very good at it. Now, Neil Magny, he had a little bit of adversity in his last fight, and he almost got put out. So that's something to consider, fighting a veteran such as Gilbert Burns. He's t- he's fighting top-tier guys all the time. Like That's all he fights. And to say that Magny could pull off a possible upset, I mean, he could, but I don't see that being likely. I see Gilbert Burns, you know, finishing this fight unless it goes the distance, whenever Magny can turn it on. If he can survive whatever onslaught Gilbert hits him with, I think he's got a good chance. But it's a three-round fight, so I don't really see Gilbert fading too soon unless he just completely steps on the gas from the <laughs> opening gate. So, I got Gilbert Burns by KO. I'm going to keep it short and sweet here.
2: Um, Travis, you're absolutely correct. It's almost to the point where I feel like they're feeding Neil Magny to the Wolves. They're um, trying to. Because- Right? Because Gilbert's just a couple tiers above Magny in this like skill level, if we're just being honest. Um, I feel very comfortable saying that there's no doubt this fight gets finished before Absolutely. the final bell. And it just depends on what Gilbert feels like doing, whether he wants to take Magny down, choke mm-hmm. him out, knock him out. The, Gilbert Burns can do whatever he wants to do to this man That's in right. the octagon come Saturday night. So, yeah. Uh,
1: Get yeah, on top I, of him and pound him. I mean, <laughs> oh, you
0: know, <laughs> I'm done. so <laughs> glad the callback. Oh, the callback <laughs> makes me so happy. Yeah, I, I saw, had to uh, do it. I had I to. My, my Wi-Fi issue was multiple windows open. I was looking at ESPN while we were recording. Dude. Jeez, you need to upgrade that Wi-Fi. <laughs> uh, at least I have Wi-Fi,
1: Travis. Uh, hey, I'm on it, that, bitch. I, haven't I haven't just one time. time. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Preston. What? You can shoot shots, but I can't. Retaliate. Oh I didn't call you a bitch. I was kind of I'm uh, sorry. I did not mean to call you a bitch. Thanks. That's no kid.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Um, up next we've got Devizen Figueredo versus Brandon Moreno. Not Murano. Moreno, 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 Moreno. More <laughs> um, More man, what what is there to say about this fight that hasn't been said quite literally four times
1: already? Um, it's the first quad trilogy. If that's even I, a thing, quadrilogy, uh, Quadrology? I don't even know what you oh, call
0: it. That's going in look, the title. It's quadrology. Look, look quadrilogy. I don't
1: care.
2: I, I don't care how deep this division is whatever happens in this fight this has to be the last time this fight happens right because i mean <laughs> at this point that division's getting so boring and so drawn out like y- you can't make the the division exciting just by having the two guys that and they they, they are an exciting fight but it just gets boring seeing that t- that title come up at the same time it's the reason they're not going to be headlining their own card because they've tried to sell this fight four times already um now from an analytical pr- perspective. You really got you, you to look at – I mean, we have plenty of fight time between these guys to look at here. Apart from getting that submission victory, and Brandon did do a good job in that second fight, you can kind yeah. of look at this as Figueredo's 2-1 and one in the three fights because in that first fight that got called a draw, Figueredo got a point deducted from him in the third round. So really, had that point not been deducted, we would be seeing it be 2-1 for Figueredo, um, and this – fourth fight likely wouldn't even be happening had it not been for the draw decision that went down that night. Um, so I've got Figueiredo. Um, you know, I, I think it, when a fighter fights someone three times, I don't think it's like the NFL, Josh, where everybody's going to split the series like right down the middle. Um, but I, th- I, I think I Figueiredo is probably going to win this one. I think it'll be the last time they fight um, because if Moreno wins – then it's still got to be the last time they fight. Like, sorry, Figueredo, fight some guys down there until Moreno loses again, and then, you know, work your way back up. Um, but they, they've got to do something else with this division.
1: It's almost a dead division, if that makes sense. I mean, who's really fighting in it anymore? Not anybody that's, like, headlining cards a whole lot of the time. I mean, Brandon, number four, number four is what we're – Come to see, and we already know what's basically going to happen. It's either going to be something wild like the submission that he got, or something stupid like a point deduction. So at this point, like if you guys still have beef, yeah, get over it. Just go, go outside. You guys fight. can't whip each other's asses like definitively. Yeah, just get on top of them and pound the shit out of them. That's right. Just pound him out. Just pound him out.
0: But I didn't think he, it'd get brought back twice. That was good. I wasn't ready
1: for yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's here to stay. Taking it back. It. We're taking it back. It. So honestly, I mean, I really don't care who wins this fight. Like me neither. <laughs> they both won it. The, hey. So they that's both won it. That's they have them really, literally really dead really even as far as odds go. So it's like it's coin toss. Who cares? That's just my honest opinion about that it's point. a good
2: let's hope it's a good fight. We're I gonna, hope it's a good fight at least.
1: A
0: f- like a four second a knockout
1: or something. It's, it's gonna be Travis <laughs> saying
0: I really don't care who wins this fight. I really don't. Like, the there's no
1: there's no excitement to it for me because like I said, like Preston said, I mean, we have so much fight tape between these two. Like who cares who wins at this point? Fight somebody else. Give the lower guys a shot. Like you know you're so badass you can beat the same guy two or three times, well it's like you right. said it's a
2: de- you said it's a dead division, but I feel like you're murdering
1: right? the division by having these guys fight
2: four times like if it's a dead division then you're just beating a dead horse at that point by playing right. by beating
1: but the same drum multiple times. it's like nobody has any interest in it like being in that weight weight division like there's no enticement hey, to be either. there all right, just calling it like I see it
0: tired of you guys uh stealing all the valor. I'm back to hosting this show now. My Wi-Fi is fixed. In the main, Liberty, Joe. we have
1: in Jamal the main,
0: we have anyway, versus Hill. <laughs> all right, all right, all
1: right, go for it, go for I'm it. I'm done, I'm done, I'm done.
0: You're up, right, Preston.
2: So Glover Tejera versus Jamal Hill. What a weird fight! Am I wrong? Absolutely. Like, like, how do we get here? That's what I want to know. <laughs> like, like, where, where, yeah. where along the way? If you'd have told me three hundred and sixty-five go five days ago, we would be seeing Jamal Hill fight Glover Tejera for the vacant light heavyweight title. I would have been baffled. Um the yeah, the Yuri Prokhorovski injury has really thrown things off, and this was the fight that almost wasn't. Uh, we got here specifically because the UFC rigged it that way, um, yep. and one of the decisions to fall the way that they did to lead into this tonight, because they 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 put the, I mean, and to be fair, they put themselves in a situation that didn't make much sense anyways with that last fight of the year Dude, last they year. They looked
1: that one before the other fight was even done.
2: Yeah. Like- it, it's a it's a real banana, but which a lot of the a lot of that that fall over has to come from the John or the John Jones and the Francis and situation and all that not getting done because that was originally supposed to be the main event. But um, as far as this fight goes for this weekend, um, I watched at least an hour and a half of Jamal Hill tape leading into this. Oh wow! And yeah, um, I think Jamal Hill wins this fight. Um, and a lot of that has to do with age. Glover's older. I, I think regardless of win, win or loss, I think this is Glover's last fight. So if you want to take the UFC's rigged angle and run with it, then they stand to not really gain anything from having Glover win this fight. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I just think Jamal's tough, man. He's, he's got a good chin. He fights kind of like Nate Diaz fights, at least with his striking He's real kind of dirty boxer getting in there. He'll take a couple shots just to get a counter hook in there and whatnot. He's got really good leg kicks. Um, so I kind of see it being a long kind of rangy grinding fight where there might get some grappling in there. I think as long as he can keep Glover off of him and stay away from the submissions, um, I think Jamal can wear him out through three or four rounds and uh, take a TKO victory sometime in the, in, the,
1: in the championship rounds in the fourth or fifth round. Well, we're talking about a guy that's spent his entire life for this moment and it got taken away and then the guy that took it away got injured and has completely fucked everything up. Love ProHaska. Didn't want to see him get hurt, obviously. Like, I wanted to see this rematch between Teixeira and ProHaska. Not Teixeira versus Hill. I don't think in my opinion that he's ready for that kind of a fight. Him being the younger guy, obviously I would give a slight advantage to him over that as far as that's concerned. But it's the same argument I always have with the age gap. It's age versus experience. And I think Glover Teixeira has a lot of tools to deal with young buck, so to speak. And I think, to sure smart about it. He doesn't try to be proud and stand on his feet. I think he goes to the ground and tries to make light work of him because the dude, if he gets on top of you, I mean, it's hard to get out from under him because <laughs> he <laughs> just gives you that crap. <laughs> he gets on top and so he pounds it. Yeah, pounding it. We're he going all the way man. to pound town with this guy. It's three times and brought that back. Shout out. Yeah, yeah. That's triple word <laughs> score. So <clears throat> personally, I think Texera's got the hands to either A knock him out or submit him. But I don't think he has the gas tank to outlast him. But that being said, we all we also know that he turns it on in the fifth round. If he gets to a fifth round, that's when he comes alive. So I think this is a real tough fight for the junior. Not saying that he's not able to compete with him. Like I said, I think his gas tank's a little bit better than Texera's, obviously. But I think Texera's hooks—like he clips you with it—that's lights out. That being Preston, said,
0: I uh, know. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought my bad.
1: Oh no, I'm just saying I, I'm kind of leaning share on this one, Preston. You uh,
0: when when we originally started doing the podcast, the uh, the videos. You, you lean the young guys. Do you still feel that way? or?
1: Oh, yeah. Jamal Hill wins this fight. Do you lean towards the young guys? Hmm? <laughs> Take your shirt off, Chris. <laughs> oh, God. All right.
0: Um, <laughs> is anybody prepared with their snap, tap, or nap? Yep.
1: Yep. Preston? Do you want it? Yes.
0: Oh, wow. All right. Uh, let's go Preston. Snap, tap,
2: or nap. All right, snap. And I, I was waiting for this because I, I was going to get to rub it in your face, Josh. have got Lauren Murphy versus Jessica on Zraj. It's going to be fight of the night. Those ladies are going to bring it, and it's going to be an exciting, awesome matchup to watch. And if you miss it, that's on you because you're missing the best fight of the card.
0: Is this like one of those situations where you're like, I'm not racist, I have a black friend. <laughs> oh, I do, but no.
1: <laughs> all right. Did we go there? Twenty twenty
0: three. He's he he never likes women fights and now all of a sudden it's his snap just to prove a point. Hey. Go ahead. Go ahead. We're but we're we're into politics. He's now. valid tap. though. He's valid though. Okay. Tap. Let, let's hear your tap. I've
2: got Paul Craig submitting Johnny Walker. No surprise there. We talked about that one earlier. I think it's gonna be a good one for him. Um, and then for Nap, got the main event. I've got Jamal Hill knocking out Glover Tejera. Oh,
0: I love Ooh, your picks. Shots fired. Travis, let's hear your snap, Tapper Nap.
1: I love your picks so much that my snap coincides with yours as far as the Andrade-Murphy fight. I think we see them both go off the rails and just try to knock each other the fuck out. I think it's going to be a fun fight. And I've got Andrade on that one, but we've already covered that. So, yeah, that's my snap and my tap. Paul Craig against Johnny Walker. I think that's a no-brainer, and he just does whatever he wants to him on the ground. Are we going for number four? No, I'm not going to do that to (laughs) y'all. What I am going to do... Is tell you that I think in the main event that the nap is going to be dealt to Jamal Hill, and I think he goes sleepy weepies. We mm-hmm. have, we were together all the way till the end. You
0: two are on the exact polar, not only the opposite sides of the fights, but like
1: way, way,
0: way on the other ends of the spectrum. It's uh, okay, is, Travis, um, I've been wrong before too, but
1: yeah. Oh, we both have. We've proved that, but we've also well, proved that we know what we're talking about at the same time. So at least it all comes down had, to fight uh, night. We'll we see who
0: wants it more. An e horror consensus. Um, mm-hmm. Proud of you guys for coming together on that, and uh, proud of you guys for humbly admitting that you all can pick wrong fights, even though it never showed up in the recap.
1: <laughs> oh man, I mean. To say that everybody's perfect is bullshit, and anybody can sniff that out. So I try to be—I have integrity about my picks. Win, lose, or draw. I mean, that's what I picked, so I stick with it. I hear you.
0: Um, that's it, guys. We have anything else? Forty minutes on the mark, on the on the dot. Good job, guys. Look.
1: Yeah. So
0: look. Exciting. The whole podcast was great all the way up until uh you all stopped talking about John Jones and started talking about Francis leaving and it just
1: completely just ruined my whole day. Well, hopefully we didn't give anybody a nap listening out there and
0: well, that down a little so, bit.
1: So I think it went pretty smooth.
0: <laughs> I've been watching every fight and I can pronounce a fuck ton of names. Can you name yeah, another cast? What's do
2: the uh, What's the guy in the blue corner on the first fight's name?
0: My Wi-Fi's cutting out. What'd you say? <laughs> oh, now it's messed up again? Yeah, it is the Guys in the Way podcast. Thank you all for listening. Have a good night. <laughs>